0: Hey, we're back all together, Um, which feels nice that it's not our individual audio or... Tracy, I don't know if you know this, but last week our episode was on our run, Mellie and (laughs) I.
2: You told me that when we did ours last week, so it was the week before.
0: Oh, it was the week before. It's been a long time. And we all just returned from a camping trip together, which was so much fun. It was way fun. Let's go back. Yeah we should so um so let's uh, i want to talk first about our topic and then we can um talk about goals and stuff so we're going to be talking a little bit about body image and it comes from this book it's the body image workbook that i got when i was in counseling years ago um so we like i mean. We haven't really met together for a bit um but a while back the challenge was to pick one of the the, this book talks about these different types of um body distortions right that we think about and so um so let's just discuss a little bit each of us picked one um to talk about do you want me to start yeah
2: okay so mine was number two, unfair to compare, and I. Here's the thing. I, I think I've gotten to the point in my life where I don't care enough, and it would be good for me to care a little bit more. About my- <laughs> <laughs> but with that said, I definitely compare in other areas of my life. So even though this is talking about the physical appearance, Mm -hmm. it specifically talks about how we compare maybe our weakest parts with people's strengths and how that is so unhealthy. Like that's the cognitive distortion is that we take something that we're not even good at or that's not our strength. It's like, oh, can I make my arms shorter? No, no, I can't make (laughs) them shorter. Like, can I make my arms less hairy? Yes, I could, I could laser off my arm hair, but am I gonna do that? no, I'm not going to do that. And so I think there's certain things that like growing up that I was so embarrassed about regarding my body, but I feel like getting married solved a lot of that where I was like, he likes me anyway, doesn't matter. And uh, uh, so I think for me, I didn't realize how much, well, I also felt like I was like, oh, I'm going to be so self-conscious about these things when I get married. And then I ended up not being self-conscious about them at all. And I was like, this is true liberation. <laughs> well, I actually think that one of my friends, she told me that she was like, okay, she didn't, well, she did grow up in the church, but then she left the church for a time and she had a sexual relationship outside and she just, yeah, and she was like, oh my goodness, I didn't realize that people could just love me for what I was. But these okay. ideas that we get in our heads, that we have to look a certain way, we have to check off our boxes, and look a certain way for people to actually be attracted to us. uh, I think that that is something that we can all recognize doesn't make us happy, just makes us miserable because it's not even either attainable or it is, but it means that we have to change something about who we are naturally. And I think that that's where things get a little messy. So I really enjoyed, I mean, I I feel like, you know, comparison leads to just misery. Comparison leads to unhappy places and it's because your reality doesn't fit whatever they're stating or it does, but you think it's not enough. And so there's that gap again. It's almost like the blueprint and your circumstances and therefore if they're not lined up, you're going to be miserable and comparison basically leads to misery because it's normally something that's not what other people have and therefore you're miserable about it because you don't have it. So I can relate this to many other things in my life, but regarding the body, for me, it's almost like I should care a little bit more about my <laughs> opinion. So That's my unfair to compare is that I'm like, well, it'd be nice if I cared more.
0: Yeah, and you know, it's interesting because one of the things that stood out to me on this one, um, cause it has like how to correct the distortion was to say to yourself, and nobody's perfect not even models and my co-host Scott he shares a story about like Cindy Crawford years ago have you guys heard about this where she's standing in this grocery line and she's like oh that woman's so pretty if only I could be like her and then she realized it was her but she's just been so like like airbrushed and stuff she didn't even recognize herself and to like have a models like want to be like someone and realize that it was her. Like, I think that that's a, a great reminder of nobody's perfect, not even like these beauty standards that we're seeing out there. So.
1: Oh, and let's not even get started on all the Instagram filters,
0: right? Oh yeah. I didn't even realize, or like there's a TV show that I had been watching and someone told me that they automatically had a filter like through with everyone it's a reality tv show and i was like well no wonder they all have this great skin and glow and everything so and no
1: wonder we're all so hard on ourselves right
2: here's here's the part is that i'm the one who's like release all expectations this earth has given you (laughs) and run naked through the like i'm just kidding that's (laughs) but like at the same time there's this part of me that feels like we can't blame society either, because if we do, we're we're giving it more power. So that's the thing that it says on page, on the like mm. the second part of this that I just wanted to read. It says here, um, it says uh, assumption number three commands that that you always to look your best. You'll compare your looks to some notion of best and find ways that you're not you or you've not met the lofty expectation. Finally, there's assumption oh assumption number nine which complains, my culture's messages make it impossible for me to be satisfied with my appearance, but then you empower these media images by comparing yourself to them. And I was like, well, shoot. No, that's
1: a good point. That's so good. That's so good. Guilty, very, very guilty of that. I have been very angry at society. So that's really good to hear. Um, Okay, do you want me to do mine? Yeah. Okay, so mine was moody mirror. And basically, to summarize it it basically is saying that it's like body dysmorphia, depending on your mood. So if you're in a really good mood, things went really well that day, you look in the mirror, and you're like, I'm amazing. And I look great. Or maybe you have a really bad day and everything goes wrong. Maybe you're on your period and you're bloated and all these things. And you look in the mirror. And you're like, Oh, I look terrible. And you you like distort your actual image based off of your mood. And I thought that was really good to read. I think that's just a good reminder for those days when you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, I look terrible. Maybe check in with yourself and think, okay, am I thinking that I look terrible because I'm in a terrible mood right now? Just, I think it's just good awareness. Um, Yeah, that, that basically sums it up. But I think, I think the biggest takeaway from that is just having that awareness.
0: Well, you know, it's interesting because I just found, um, because I've been having to clean out my hard drive because I've been editing so much. And so it's constantly like being like, okay, what can I get rid of? What don't I need? And I found these pictures from a couple of years ago. And I remember looking at the pictures being like, oh my gosh, you look terrible. These are the worst ever. And I looked at them and I was like, Oh, interesting. But that same thing, like the mood that I was in was a very, I remember looking at it, I wasn't feeling very good about myself and, and now I'm like, looking at it, I'm like, oh, you look good. And so, um, that is a good reminder of just being like, okay, like, is my mood affecting this as well?
1: And I think it's also a good reminder that it's, you know, the cliche, but very true. It's on the inside. It's the, on the inside that matters, right? It's what's, I think another way to combat moody mirror is to just love, to love yourself from the inside, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, which is easier said than done, right? Oh,
1: Telling yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> it's not right. easy
0: thing to do.
2: Right. And I also think one of the things that's coming to my mind, even with me, the whole unfair to compare thing,
0: Wait, I can't really hear you, Trace. Oh, you can't hear me? You're yeah, here, no. Oh, that's better. No,
2: unfair to compare in that regard, uh, just sorry, circling back to this. You know, as I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, you know, there are things that I'm definitely, I compare myself to others. And right now, one of them is that I'm getting wrinkly fast. And I, and I have thought, oh, dear, I don't want to be wrinkly. And so I have tried to do a few things, but I think I'm going to just embrace it. <laughs> because I mean I think there's things you can do and I could do those things but I I, and I've done a few things but for me it's like well how much do I want to put into this and am I willing to put in the put it in or am I not and also I think sometimes I don't even know the people who could help me and I don't know if I want to put the investment in that
1: Tracy, I'm glad that you said that because that was a thought I had too when you were talking. Is I feel like we can spend every single penny and every single second in this life trying to perfect our looks. We could go to the gym for three hours a day, we could get plastic surgery, botox, we could go get our nails done every week, our eyelashes, we could get our hair professionally done. Like we could do it all, right? Laser hair removal. But the thing is, like, is it worth it? And then also like but the whole comparison things. And like, if you're comparing yourself to models, the thing is that is their full-time job and they do spend the money and they do spend the time um, to look good. Right. And it's just, it's the same thing as like comparing yourself to anything else, like comparing yourself to a professional athlete who gets paid to do what they do. They literally work out and stretch and, you know, eat right. They have eight hours a day, maybe even more to do this. Whereas, We don't. So just it's just not fair to compare. And models, they decided that that's what's important to them. That's where they want to invest their time and their money. And we could do the same thing too if we wanted to, but we just have to decide, is that worth it to me or not?
2: And I do think there is a balance, right? So Tracy's always the one who's like, there is some balance of like taking care of yourself and not going overboard. (laughs) yeah and and I think Tracy's more on the like on the teeter totes like Tracy goes to the like I don't care at all and so so I come back to the center
0: well and I think it's like what the intention is because I feel better when I do my hair when I have some makeup on when like I have my nails that look nice and that's not for anyone else but it's just I like how I look when I do those things. And so, um, on the comparison where we're doing the zoom meeting and I'm just getting off of a huge project that I've been working on for days. So I haven't even looked in the mirror and I'm looking and I'm like, Oh, greasy hair, you know, like all the (laughs) stuff. But, um, but I think that like, it sort of ties into like, so I did the beauty or beast distortion where it's like, you're either attractive or you're homely, <laughs> you're either, you either um, look fit or you're fat, you're either, um, I, I don't know, and some of the things that it said were so funny of, um, I look like a scarecrow on my complexion, it, it, like I have cre- a creator and my complexion isn't smooth, my, I have hippo hips and like, I don't know, like just all these things. Like it was just very, very harsh. Um, And I think that like going along with what you had said, Melody, of looking in and your mood changes things. I think it's so easy to just be like, I look terrible, right? And it's like, very rarely do I see someone and think, wow, they look terrible, right? Like most of the time when we see each other, like we aren't even phased by people, right? Because that's just how they look, right? And I was even noticing that because I was looking at this picture album and I was like, you know, here I'm like, wow, that looked so bad. But I'm like that other person had that exact same look and I didn't even think about it because they, that's just how they look, right? And I think that um, if we really thought of ourselves the way that we do other people, where if you're glancing at someone, in a picture you just glance at it you don't like pick it apart and zoom in like melody we've talked about that before right (laughs) no most people are not looking at our instagrams zooming on in to look at every detail so um so i think just having that uh approach and on the flip side when you're feeling like i'm so i'm so attractive um like like you were saying Tracy to have that balance because it's, it can swing and then you don't want to be in the, I don't know, the homely feeling. Like if you don't get ready, like, Oh my gosh, I look terrible. So, um, but I, you know, like it would be interesting to see how many people actually enjoy walking up to a mirror and seeing their reflection. Cause I just I think like what, i feel like
1: your husband is that waitress i feel like we all should have the confidence of
0: david (laughs) (laughs) yeah i see david doing that you know but like (laughs) most people are like that scene in mean girls where it's like oh my gosh my nail beds and the girl's like i did not even know your nails could look bad you know like of just picking it apart or avoiding the mirrors so and that's really why i love i mean i've gotten out of the habit but I love the like looking myself in the mirror and saying, like, I love and accept you. Because there's something powerful in that moment of not having that criticism, but saying something positive.
2: Okay, so first off, David is totally like the confidence king. And here's the thing though, is that even he has body distortions, right? He has things that he's like, nope i'm too self-conscious about this and i'm like it's so interesting all of us have our things all of us have things sure. nobody is like free of that but well and and i will say that <laughs> melody is frozen right now awesome sorry i'm so distracted i couldn't i couldn't focus go uh but i will also say and I agree with you Steph though like I think a lot of times what we do for ourselves is a reflection of like I'm taking care of me like I'm taking care of what is mine like this body that I've been given and I am grateful for it and so I think we can like go back to taking care of ourselves but not weighing in so much on like the mind of the world and
0: that's tricky you know, and as you were talking, Tracy, I just sort of had the thought of, you know, here's these bodies that we fought to have. And how sad is it that most everyone, even David, who's super confident, like has their their issues, right? Where I think that if we, if we had our eternal perspective, we would be like, this is awesome. It's like coming down to earth and getting Ferrari and... Everyone has priority, so you forget how cool it is. <laughs> but before you were like, that's awesome. If I had that, I would love it. I don't know. I just had that like little perspective of how sad it is to be sad by our body or shamed over our body or disappointed of our body when that is something that, that we believe that we wanted to come down to earth to get a body.
1: That's a good point. It's like, it's a gift that God has given us and we should be grateful for it. Imagine giving someone a gift and they're just depressed about it. They're like, oh, it's not as good as that person's gift. You know? Right. Yeah.
2: And I will say that I just, my friend Adri, she wrote, she she told me one of the books that impacted her the most last year was called More Than a Body. Have you heard of this book? Mm Mm-mm. And in the book, I have not read this book, so I, you know, I'm just like paraphrasing what she told me, but she said the reason why that book was so profound to her was because it shines a light on the fact that our society has put a lot of pressure on our bodies, on our exterior, like what we look like on the outside. And she said, but the truth of the matter is that we are way more than a body, right? Our, our physical, our bodies are just like the thing, the vehicle that takes us there. But us spending this exorb just spending so much trying to time trying to refine it when we are so much more than just our bodies. And I was like, This is so fascinating.
0: Anywho, it's good. No, that is a good point. I don't know. And it just but gives a different perspective. I mean, this is why I like doing these different things that we're thinking about throughout the week because it causes us to reflect and remember and and just be appreciative.
2: It's true. And also one thing that I just have to throw out there because, hey, we're talking about our physical appearance and everything, or the, the whole idea of this body kind of a situation, I really see how some people Your health, your physical health, is one of your greatest gifts on this entire planet. And when you don't have your physical health, your life is really hard. Life is tough. But if you have your health, you're just walking around so blessed and you can be missing it. Because you're comparing how your health or your body doesn't look a certain way or something. But it's like you have this healthy body, right? And so... I don't know. I think a lot about like health and health is like one of the greatest blessings you can ever, ever have.
1: True. We could definitely take advantage of what we have. I think it just keeps coming back to being grateful for what you have instead of hating what you don't have or something's not good enough. Just be grateful for what you have. Right.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and having the, the, um, gratitude really, because even right now, like when you said your physical health is like the best gift you can, like you're just walking around. I'm such a pansy when I'm sick and I'm such a baby that I'm like, it's so true. Like I get to just like walk around and not have anything hurting or be in pain. Like that is a true gift. That's something that people that are sick or if they can't go out and move, or they lost limbs, that they would pay any amount of money to have that. And I think that it's very easy to forget when you are feeling great, um, how much of a gift that is.
2: One of my favorite quotes is a man that has, sorry, just just this like jumps on this, but it says a man that has uh, no health, like doesn't have good health, has only one wish, and he who has helped has a thousand.
1: Mm. That's a beautiful quote. I was just going to say, and then I feel like we also have to mention people whose bodies aren't fully functioning, people who um, may be paralyzed or missing limbs, or, you know, um, we should, you know, and I'm not a huge fan of being like, uh, so there's always someone who has it worse than you. I mean, it's true. Uh, sometimes that can be slightly invalidating um, because your problems, the things you deal with, still matter, right? But I do think it's it is something that can help us be grateful to realize that you know we have all of our limbs, we have a fully functioning body. Maybe I don't like my hair or my eye color, but I can I can walk. You know.
0: Yep true that it's a good reminder of like, yeah, I can go get those miles in, you know? Right. So, so yeah. Well, anything else you guys want to say on this before we shift?
1: Um, I have one more thing to say. This is a fully formed thought because this is how I roll, but I just thought it was interesting that I had this experience today right before this podcast. So to be honest, I've never, I can't say I've never struggled with body image. I don't think it's been a huge struggle in my life that like, there definitely are things and, and definitely times where I've been like, man, I wish this, or I wish that, or I see other people. And I'm like, Oh man, like I, I wish I was built like a runner, you know, like there's always been those things. Um, but for the most part, I I haven't really struggled with that. Um, I've noticed, I feel like I'm hitting the age where I'm starting to notice things, I'm starting to notice signs of aging, I'm starting to notice the wrinkles, the sunspots, um, baggy eyes. And anyways, I've noticed recently, I've been like, as I'm noticing those signs of aging, I've been beating myself up a little bit more. And today, I'm embarrassed to say this, but um, there's a mirror in my massage room. And in between clients, um, I was looking at my face in the mirror, and I you can't, see me people who are listening but I like I pulled up my cheeks one thing that I've always been slightly self-conscious of again it's not never been a big deal but the thoughts cross my mind occasionally like my cheeks are chubby I know I have chubby cheeks right and I just I don't know I just I looked in the mirror today and I like I pulled up my cheeks and I was like, oh, I wonder what life would be like if I didn't have these saggy cheeks. And I pulled up my cheeks in the mirror and I got really depressed. I was like, wow, I would be so pretty if I didn't have these saggy cheeks. And it literally, it like ruined my whole day. And in between every single client. Um, and, and I don't do stuff like this very often. It was just, it was just really strange. And I, I noticed it halfway through the day, as I was looking in the mirror and pulling up my cheeks, um, I was like, what? What am I doing? And then and then I came home after work and I walked past my bathroom mirror and I was like, oh, I look really good. And I think a part of it was the lighting, it was the mirror. And um it just like it really kind of affected my whole day. And I felt super sad. And I'm like, why did I do that to myself? That was so dumb to do that to myself. And so I think next time if I ever catch myself doing that again, I need to just be like, I need to walk away from the mirror and just be like. Nope, I'm beautiful. It's fine. Um, and just let it go instead of ruminating on it all day. So anyways, just wanted to share that experience today.
0: Well, and it's so interesting because Tracy, I don't know if you feel the same way too, but looking at you, when you pulled your cheeks up, I didn't notice the difference at all. <laughs> No, I actually didn't
1: think like, this is what I would look like if I got Botox.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you know, it's like those little things that to people or, you know, like people come in and they're like, Oh, like my, my eyes are so puffy and swollen or "Oh, my voice sounds so hoarse. And most of the time you're like, I don't really notice. Right. But I think that we're so hyper-focused on ourselves that I've never once looked at you and been like, Melody has really chubby cheeks, you know, like. Oh, thanks. (laughs) But have, but it's
1: okay. (laughs) I know I do,
0: (laughs) It's just interesting um, how you can get so, and then like that experience of walking past another mirror and be like, oh, I look good, but it's like, you can get so obsessed. Right.
2: I will definitely share that like when I was young, I really struggled with my image. When I was in adolescence and into my 20s, I was like, I'm never enough, right? I just had this constant unfair to compare thing. I was just constantly feeling inadequate. And I mean, I remember when I went through the phase where I was like, I never really minded that I didn't have much of a chest. But then when I went and I worked in an office where all these women were obsessed with breasts and breast implants. I started to become more self-conscious, but I had never been self-conscious for the most part until they said that. And i, I mean, I'd been a little bit self-conscious, but not tons, right? But it was like because of the environment, I started to get self-conscious. And I recognized immediately it was my environment. It wasn't my actual, do you know what I mean? I noticed that it was my environment, and it wasn't because it was something that was naturally inside of me. And so we also need to be mindful of our environments and how they're influencing what we think about ourselves. I think that's, that's
1: such a good point a good point it's a really good point well you know, and, and it's oh, what oh were you saying? I, I was just gonna say sorry I was kind of changing the subject I was just gonna say Tracy I think it's funny that for you you like got married and you're like it's fine you listen to her I feel like it was kind of the opposite for me where I was like when I was single, I was like, whatever, like, take me as I am. And if you don't like me and my hairy legs, then you don't deserve me, you know. But then once I got married, I'm like, oh, shoot, I need to stay attractive for my husband forever. Or he's going to be like, oh, shoot, why did I marry her? And I know that that's not true, but um, I just, like, feel this, like, I need to be attractive for my husband, you know. So I have actually felt like, and and just, like, side note, there's zero pressure from Jacob. It's all in my own head. Um, but I have felt like more pressure to like shave my legs and take care of myself since getting married.
2: Yeah, you know, well, I just wanted to tell you guys I tried to not shave my legs for like two weeks solidly, it was the best experience of my life. Oh, and I succumbed to shaving them because David mentioned he thought I'm not totally digging that, and I thought, fine, fine. <laughs> <laughs> If my life was just, if I was doing my, living my best life, these things would be, like, just as long as can be.
0: <laughs> you're, you're such a hippie.
1: You are a hippie, Chasey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that this has been a fun discussion about, um, just sort of these body image and just a good reminder of what we can do to sort of shift. Um, are thinking. So I'm um, switching gears to our goals. How do you guys feel like you are doing with your goals in your life or your habits or or you're not having because Melody you've recently discovered something about yourself. Do you want to share that? Um,
1: what thing are you referring
0: to? Well, just that you've been so rigid that you uh, oh. that you need to relax a little bit more.
1: Oh, yeah. Thank you. So you guys, I could do an entire long hour podcast on this question you just asked um, with zero break all by myself because I have so much to say. Um, but anyways, what I realized on Sunday, so I texted Steph and Tracy because I was sitting in church and I was like, I feel so good and I'm so happy to be here and I'm excited to listen to the talk. And I, I got up and I, I curled my hair, I put on a cute outfit. I haven't done that for a while. Um, for church, it usually is like we sleep in until like 830 and then I have 50 minutes to get ready for something really quick and then we show up and then I'm tired all day. Anyways, but I was like, this is different. I feel really good today. I have energy. I'm happy to be here. But I was like, but this is weird because Jacob and I were up until three o'clock watching survivor and the night before we went camping. And the night before that, I was also up late and I, um, and I was like, so why do I have so much energy? Why do I feel so good right now? And I realized that, um, the reason I was feeling good is because I had a really fun weekend and I connected with friends. I connected with my husband and, it took me back, you know, you guys, I always talk about high school, like my group of friends in high school. I I was telling stuff like I, I didn't really have a normal college experience. I I didn't really make friends in college. So I always go back to like my high school friends, which I I always say this, I'm sober. so versed. Never want to be that person who always goes back to high school, but I'm I'm trying to find that again. I'm trying to find that like that connection, that group of people where we just we're safe around each other. It's fun. Uh, we have fun together, you know, and the whole weekend just reminded me of high school. Like I feel like I was back, back in those feelings of like, I feel safe. This is fun. I'm being stupid and kind of reckless, but it's okay because we're making memories and it wasn't anything super stupid. You know, that's another story. We weren't robbing (laughs) banks or anything, but, um, it was just fun. And then it was fun to hang out with you guys. And then after you guys left me and Jacob, you know, we just continued to have so much fun. And then we came home and we bought dark chocolate covered almonds for the camping trip that we didn't even touch. And I remembered that at like midnight. And I was like, Jacob, we have dark chocolate covered almonds. And Jacob's like, get on. And so I went and got the bag of almonds and we just ate the, the whole thing of almonds and watched Survivor. And we're like screaming at the TV. And it just like, I just have not had fun like that in a really long time and I was like I don't even care that we're going to be so tired tomorrow and I also didn't stress about what I was eating like I I had cereal for breakfast which I love cereal for breakfast almost more than I love my life you guys it's the best (laughs) thing in the world so I had cereal for breakfast I ate cookies on the camp trip you know, the dark chocolate covered almonds, like I just ate what I wanted to eat. And I just did what I wanted to do. And it just was fun. And I felt like I had friends and people who loved me. And I just felt good. And I was like, this is just interesting that um, I've been feeling so yucky. And then the one weekend where I stay up late, and I eat terrible, and like, I feel good. And it just made me realize like how, how health is so connected to emotions. It's not just, it's not just sleep good and eat good and exercise. Like that definitely is a, that's a portion of it, but your social, um, and spiritual and emotional aspect of health like that exists too. And you need to find a balance. And so that just really, that was a big lesson for me this weekend.
2: I agree. I agree with that. I really agree that you need to have Like, if you're too regimented, you'll start to feel miserable because there's not enough uncertainty in your life. In fact, you need more uncertainty. You need more, like, flavor. You need more variety. And so I'd actually say that's part of the reason why people get burned out is because they haven't incorporated enough variety that changes things up for them.
1: It's true. And I also was thinking, you guys, I'm serious, like, stop me at any time um, because I really can go off. But today Tracy during my massages I was you got me thinking a lot about feminine versus masculine energy and and this actually kind of ties in with body image too but I feel like your body turns into what your personality is if that makes sense like for example a a woman who is more masculine energy like in survivor one of the women on the shows she's a cop and she had big broad shoulders she's really stiff um had a like a little bit of a hunch and this isn't me like judging bodies. This is just me. Like, I just have observed this lately. Right. Um, And then females who, you know, more feminine energy, they're more flexible. Um, Their posture is usually a little bit better. They they're more fluid in their, in their body movements. You know what I mean? Just, just in walking and talking. And it's just, it's kind of funny how your body just kind of turns into personality or what whatever energy you're living in and that's something that i've noticed in myself i remember someone uh when i worked i had someone pull me aside one of our patients or sorry when i worked when i worked in motion physical therapy Mm -hmm. as an aide one of the patients pulled me aside and was like are you a dancer or something and he's like you were so like robotic and stiff in your movements and like (laughs) like and i was like that's so true like Cause I'm very conscious of like my posture and I realize that my movements are very like robotic and I'm like, you know, stay up tall and do this. And, and uh, i I also have terrible like neck and shoulder issues and I'm like, it's because of stress and stiffness. And like, honestly, I'm a very uptight human, very regimented human. I never go with the flow and I feel it in my body. I'm stiff and I'm tight and I'm uncomfortable. Um, and I don't, I don't know exactly where I was going with this. I just thought this was really interesting. And that there's another way that, like, your energy and emotion—I mean, it's it's all part of health. And so that's something that I've been trying to be conscious of—is like relaxing and being more fluid in my movements. And I've been trying to incorporate more like yoga and stretching. And 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 not that I'm doing that just to have a like human or feminine body but I do like I want to live in feminine energy and I do like when I look in the mirror I do want to see like a fluid um like feminine female instead of a. I, I guess that is something that I've been self-conscious of I don't want to see a like I don't want to be masculine you know I I want to be feminine you know so anyways so those were some some other observations and thoughts that I've had recently
0: Super interesting. That is interesting though. Like how right? you're like, I feel stiff and my body stiff, my neck stiff, you know, like I'm like, oh, that's fascinating to think about. Um yeah. Yeah. Tracy, did you have anything to say? Are you good? Okay. Um, so Tracy, your goal this week was to do a conference talk and then pray. And we were doing pretty good at texting back and forth to remind each other, which really helped sort of get back on track um, this week. So do you want to tell us about that? Yeah. So I
2: have re-listened to one talk over and over again, but I I re- I listened to I only listened to three in total since we did ours stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe I listened to four. But... So i didn't i guess i didn't listen to one every single day but i listen i read listened to some so i guess i did almost listen every day because i listened today maybe didn't listen yesterday but every other day i did it so i did accomplish that i also have been trying to be more prayerful and i will tell you i'm out of the habit of like really being prayerful especially like during the day when i'm doing things i'm just like whatever but my friend charlene who i was just with in park city she's just such a good example of praying she said, "Tracy, that was so hard for me. That biking, and we were biking in the middle of it. It was so hot. We were biking from like 11 to 2:30-ish, and so it's just like the heat of the day. We're out there biking, and she is at like 7,000 feet, and she's not used to that elevation. And I'm just like, we got to get to that trail, you know? <laughs> we gotta like hit that trail. And uh, anyway, but she, she just kind of reminded." me. I mean, I'm just in regards to like, she's like, I just prayed because I was having a hard time and I was like, man, I need to be more prayerful. (laughs) I was like praising the Lord when there was like a little bit of cloud cover. I'm like, hallelujah, praise Jesus, you know? So, Mm -hmm. but I mean, it's okay. Both of them work, but it was a good reminder to be around her because I could see how prayerful she is in her day-to-day life. And I was like, I could be more like that. So but, yeah, still working
0: on it. But I did pretty good on it, actually. Awesome. Um, and I think that it is – I've just been noticing those little habits. Like, I've really been thinking about the little things make such a big deal, and they're so hard to get back into habits. <laughs> they really are. So – Um, and my goal was to make little promises to myself like to figure out what I want to do the night before and I did awesome at that Until I was trying to finish up for this work project when I came back from camping and completely forgot that that was my promise until just barely so Um, so now that I'm done with submitting all these episodes I can remember to do that but I really liked of just being like okay what's my day tomorrow you know and there was one day that I was like okay my my attitude is just to like get through this day and to, to have a positive attitude you know so um, but it felt good to just keep those little little promises
2: Steph I felt like you did great with that so. accountability piece on our side I felt like you were crushing it
0: so yeah like it did feel good except for like that one day I said I was taking my stuff to the DI I went and it was closed and so it's still in my car with all the camping stuff so you know like just those little things of not keeping up on stuff but anyways um but what do you guys is there anything you want to focus on this next week whether that's like a goal, a habit, something that you want to not do. Um.
1: Steph, I realized that like the past little bit, I've really been struggling with goals mm-hmm. and I've been trying to figure out why. And I realize this because I lack clarity in my life right now. I just, yeah. am, I need to gain clarity on what my priorities are and what, what I really want to do. So I think what I want to focus on this week is just getting clarity. I think I just want to give myself time to um, think and pray and I don't know, maybe talk to someone and just get clear on what I want out of life.
0: No, I love it. And that's where I think like, you know, when I started doing this podcast, I was like, oh, it needs to be goals that I'm talking about every week. And now it's a little bit more of just what am I focusing on, right? Like to just remember to think about something every day is a big deal, you know? So I like that clarity. Trace, I'm what gonna, do you want to do? I'm going
2: to continue to do this Dr. Benjamin Hardy future self activity every day.
0: I didn't see that email, by the way.
2: Did, you never responded that you wanted it.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's fine. <why. laughs> yeah, can you forward that to me? Totally. <laughs> I'll sign you up, Steph. Guys, <laughs> you know, I love the group text, but I feel like lately I get to my phone and I'm like, holy cow, there's so- like all the groups are going wild. And it's not even, it's you guys, it's my family, you know, like it's not like big stuff, but yeah. So um, yeah, Steph is just living in her in her room,
2: editing <laughs> all these podcasts, and all she has time to do is come up to potentially get something out of her fridge, maybe <laughs> if she remembers to eat. Steph, <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs>
0: yeah, you but know, seriously, the, like these past couple days, like ever since came back, from, I'm so happy for camping, but like. I thought that the Melody, when I talked to you yesterday, I was like, Oh yeah, I only have four more hours left. No, like literally I just finished when starting this podcast, you know? Like, so, and I was like sitting here straight. Oh, so, yeah.
1: I literally have like tears in my eyes for you.
0: <laughs> but that's the thing where, you know, I try not to procrastinate. And so it wasn't even that I procrastinated, but you know, how sometimes you don't realize how long something's going to take. I think this that was a- like editing i think that was this big project i didn't really understand how long it would take me so anyways um okay and then for me guys i really like i was so happy yesterday or the last week when i went swimming in the pool that made me so happy and so i want to do lap swims um two times this week
1: awesome i love that i love your new swimming habits stuff
0: Well it's not a habit yet. I've only done it once, but thank you, Melody.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm happy that you're doing it. You killed it last week. This is I put my coach hat on. I think it's awesome. Uh,
0: My miles did improve last week. From two to to, like I don't even know. It didn't take much to improve on, but at least I was active majority of the time. Every
1: piece of improvement counts, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. So. Well let me
1: say this
2: part as much as anything, Steph, I would hire you for whatever I was doing in my life.
0: <laughs> Amen. Well, and like, I mean, we talked about this all the time, right? Like, I feel like the career side of me, killing it, right, but then my, like, Physical fitness, not killing it. My eating habits, not killing it. And those, my spiritual, I was okay, but not really. Like So those are the three areas that I really wanna focus on more. And now that we've gotten our big projects done, I'm like, I'm just gonna work eight hours a day, take my hour lunch, and I'm not taking on anything else for the rest of the year that is out of my comfort zone or too hard. These 14 hour days, I'm gonna give them away. <laughs>
1: just gonna work eight
0: hours a day steph we'll go no but i'm the one that creates it for myself because i'm like oh why don't we do this wonderful idea no one's giving it to me i'm the one that's like creating it all (laughs) like of being like let's do this so i
2: told you that you're hired steph so
0: so yeah but i need to be hired in my other because you wouldn't hire me right now in my physical area or my spiritual or my eating habits so i want you to hire me in those mm. but we're gonna okay, say no i really
1: want you to read the one thing i just reread it and i thought about you the entire time i read it i i really want you to read it does this mean I no need pressure to but thing? here's some but kind of pressure what
0: does this does it doesn't mean i have to focus on one thing because i'm not really good at focusing on one thing
1: I, I mean, you focused on one thing for two days straight.
0: That's a good point. <laughs> I am going to focusing on one thing. But I I get, like, rebellious when I feel like I have to focus on one thing.
1: I feel you. No, know, it actually it actually is about balance. The book talks a lot about balance. It, it's about finding your one thing in each area and then finding balance in those areas.
0: Oh, I like it. It's, okay.
1: It's really awesome. Yeah. I just put, And yeah. I just, I thought about you the whole time
0: well and, you know going back to our whole mantra focus on the fire right like and how we talked about in life we have these different fires for these different areas that we're wanting to improve in and i just keep on thinking about like if you stoke it and keep the coals even if there's not a flame you can just fan it a little bit and then the flame will be there but like i feel like the fire in these other areas it's like i've poured water on it and they're completely out <laughs> And it's gonna be a little bit harder. I might need I might need some help to get them started a little bit more.
1: We'll help you. We'll bring you some wood and give you some flint. Thanks,
0: appreciate it. Lighter fluid?
1: Yeah, I yes.
2: like lighter fluid, but we know how that goes. <laughs> it starts to fire real fast, but then it just burns out. So we just gotta remember that there's gotta be extra kindling. You know, we gotta keep things
0: burning. It's true, it's true. Or
1: you know, at the very least, we'll just sit around the campfire with you while, and talk to you and keep you company while you try to get the fire going.
0: Okay, but really though, that's like, all I need is someone to talk to me while I do stuff. Like, I was telling Melody, because we did a virtual run yesterday, and I was like, honestly, I do so well if I just have someone to talk to me, whether that's cleaning up my room, anything. I'm highly motivated by conversation.
2: Me too. You guys. So David would say, David would literally say to me, Tracy, do you think you can go get the laundry? And I'm like, it's more fun when you come with me.
0: <laughs> just to so walk crazy. to the next room and get the laundry. <laughs> I'm like, will
2: you come with me? And he's like, really, you can go change it. And I'm like, it's
1: more fun when you come. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. It's so true. You guys, there's this website and I need to go find what it's called, but it's, it's a body doubling website and body doubling is it's when, when there's another body in the room, you're more productive and it's, you can go online and you can make an appointment with a stranger and just so someone else is in the room and you get on and you just say like, this is my goal for this hour. What's your goal for the hour? Then you turn off the camera, turn off the mic, but you know that they're there you work on your thing, and then at the end of the hour, you get back with that person, and you just say like, "Okay, this is how much I got done," and they say, "This is how much I got done," and that's the
0: appointment. And it's so. Free. What if I want them to talk to me?
1: You can, you can. I think you just need to also, you know, I haven't done it before. I just have heard it on my ADHD podcast and people with on this podcast just rave about it all the time and i've thought about doing it for a long time but i haven't yet but i feel like it's such a genius idea
0: i just do it before every run and ask someone about their life story because honestly if it's a new person then that's great and if i can record it as a podcast (laughs) i'm serious let me find this <laughs> website. I'm, I got to send it to you, guys. I mean, like, seriously, that's what I should do, actually, is for notable peeps to just do it on every run, have a new person, and then, like, I would get all my runs in because it's scheduled with a person, and I'm talking to them.
1: Right? That's what I'm saying. I need to
0: so I need to Allison, find
1: it. Allison
2: did this. Allison, my... My sister-in-law uh-huh. used this service while she was studying for her test. Oh. It, but most of the people who do it are doing both people are doing activities and then they're just reporting back. It's report, it's like creating accountability. Okay. And so, or that's my understanding of it, but maybe there's an alternative where you could just have whoever just signs up, you're like, I'm gonna interview you.
0: You know what, though? I think I'm because I've been wanting to do notable peeps. What if I just change it up? And just tell people, hey, this is my accountability to go running. Because like a podcast, I I always show up to a podcast, right? Yes, yes, and yes, if yes. they know that I need to be huffing and puffing on the other end, then like, yeah. That's awesome. I think that's great.
2: Yeah, go honestly. You have a good connection. So just test out the route before to know you're not going to constantly lose
0: them. That's a good point. That's a good point. Guys. To find this was a, I a productive it conversation. What were you going to say, Melody? Oh, sorry. I just said
1: I'm trying to find the website, and I will text it to you guys as soon as I find out what it's called. Okay,
0: sweet. Well, guys, have a lovely week. And to our listeners out there, let us know who you are. If you want to talk to me while I go for a run, please reach out. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to talk to... <laughs> be on a call with Melody and Tracy as they do a task, you know, like we would love to hear from you. So I'm just saying. body double together. guys. Yeah. <laughs> we can body double. <laughs> so.
2: Part of it too is, Hey, you know, if you want to come do my laundry with me, let's do this.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. Well, you guys have a great week and until next time, focus on focus the fire. On the fire. Woo! Ah! Mm-hmm.